Welcome to the Wealth Experience podcast series where our subject matter experts provide the latest updates on what's happening in the world around us. Brought to you by BMO Private Wealth. Hello, everyone. My name is Van Bois, and I'm a Senior Vice President, National Sales Manager at BMO Private Wealth. Today, we'll be having a quick conversation with Adam Reichardt, Managing Director with our Capital Markets and Fixed Income, Currencies and Commodities Division. Adam, thank you for joining us. Uh, you're going to shed some light today on currency markets, uh, specifically what we should be thinking about in terms of our Canadian and U.S. dollars in our portfolios. So let's jump right in uh, with my first question, Adam. How are the currency markets reacting to COVID-19 crisis? Hi, so thanks. Thanks for having me. So the current state of the currency markets are similar to many other asset classes, for that matter. We're experiencing some extreme levels of volatility. And this happens to come right after a period of historical lows in volatility. So currency markets have catched many participants off guard, causing some some panic moves and some irrational decision-making as well. I'd say a lot of that comes from the fact that we're seeing pressures in both the funding and credit markets and the impact that that has on the U.S. dollar. You know, both issuers and investors are flooding into the U.S. markets for liquidity and capital. Issuers are seeking the most liquid funding markets. Investors are seeking safe haven demands in the form of U.S. Treasury. So all of this combined is creating a much larger demand for U.S. dollars than is normal and a one-way flow, if you will. So one last factor that's particularly true in the Canadian market is that commodities and energy prices in particular have impacted um, a shock like we have never impacted seen before, where it's coming at us from both sides of the supply and the demand equation. And that's having a negative impact on the commodity block and uh, the Canadian dollar in particular. Okay, well, we're both thinking along the same lines. I was going to go uh, right there with my next question. Are the, the, the principal drivers of the Canadian dollar at the moment, if you could comment on that. And also, uh, is there is there a way to establish a current fair value for the Canadian dollar? Can we do that in this time, this type of volatility? Yeah, that's it's interesting because I, I would think, I would say yes, and I would separate the, this into two time horizons, if you will. I mean, what's, what's driving the currency in the short term is a lot of what can be seen as temporary factors that should subside over time, and those being the general risk sentiment and, and you know, risk aversion, as I just demonstrated, translates into demand for U.S. dollar. At the same time, weak currency, uh, weak commodity prices right now, and oil in particular, it has a negative impact on the Canadian dollar. Um, so these are are really the two largest drivers of uh, the currency value right now. Once you know longer term fundamental drivers come back to play, uh, the fair value will continue to be driven by interest rate differentials and relative fiscal situation. You know, interest rate differentials right now. Interest rates are correlated. All central banks are acting in unison. Um, once countries start to act independently again, we will see interest rate differentials start to drive uh, fundamentals, and we, we should see some more mean reversion to longer-term averages, um, such as purchasing parity indexes, um, which has the Canadian dollar close to 125 uh, at this point, which is you know puts things into perspective on a longer-term horizon. How does a Canadian investor mitigate some of the currency risk uh, that, that is present in a portfolio today? Yeah, um, investors typically look at currency as a risk. And I, I would argue that 
currency exposure can be a means of diversification. And I think Canadian investors should accept a certain amount of currency risk in their portfolios. And we just witnessed a perfect example of this. If you look at uh, the S&P performance during this crisis, it lost 35% from peak to trout in a month's time. But if you look at the currency returns over that same time period, U.S. dollar appreciated 11% against the Canadian dollar. So that acts as a pretty nice cushion for Canadian investors who decided to take on that U.S. dollar exposure. And I just think that as a Canadian investor investing in the U.S., you should look at the decision to invest in the underlying equity as well as the currency. Understood. And so uh, I think I'm I'm, uh, I'm understanding the question. If I want to take advantage uh, or understand your comment, I should say, if I want to take advantage of the recent market volatility to invest in uh, North American equities, um, would, would you convert now to buy some U.S. names? For those who have the liberty and already have U.S. dollars in their accounts, these are great levels to get involved in in, um, in U.S. equity. Uh, for those who find these levels attractive but don't necessarily have the U.S. dollars and are evaluating whether they should buy them at these elevated levels, um, I would say, you know, on a longer time horizon, you you may you may want to hold off on the currency position. And there are some alternatives to gain the equity exposure without the currency exposure um, through, you know, some of the ETFs that are available. Um, and I would suggest touching base with your your uh, advisor to, to evaluate those alternatives. But there are some um, ETFs that will give you the equity exposure without the currency exposure. And then at a later time, when you feel the currency is more fairly valued or in line with a, a longer-term fair value, call it the, you know, the purchasing price parity, you can then translate that position into an unhedged position in U.S. dollars and continue to hold the equity. Okay, so all kinds of flexibility on the investment front. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much uh, for this, Adam. You've been helpful for our investors and snowbirds alike. Uh, we most appreciate the time that you've taken to us to share some of your expertise on what is a pretty complicated market uh, these days. With your permission, we'd like to stay connected uh, as the situation unfolds and perhaps invite you to do a follow-up call at some point. Uh, and we continue, of course, to urge all of our clients to stay connected to their advisors. In, in times like this, communication, I think, is key and, and will ensure a better outcome. So, above all, stay well, be safe, take care of yourselves. And thank you again, Adam, for your time. And thank you, everybody, for listening in. Have a great day. This podcast series has been brought to you by BMO Private Wealth. Please join us again.